that you have in my baby You're the woman I love and I love what it's doing to you Having my Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, a podcast where I, Sue, am watching Buffy and Angel for the first time, while my sister Emily guides me through it. Today we're going to be talking about some season four Angel episodes. We're talking about Calvary, Salvage, Release, and Orpheus. I'm Sue. I'm Em. And I'm B. be here not only here but she's here at my house but yeah. we're recording in different rooms because we're not fancy with <laughs> microphones that can handle two people in the same room talking <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna be here for a while uh we're we've got a high-risk pregnancy going on and felt like we should be near um doctors and NICUs who actually deal with this sort of stuff because it's the middle of winter in Wyoming and uh, it there's six inches of snow and a mountain pass between the nearest hospital that I would have to go through if this baby's born early so yep. I get to come live with them woohoo yep so B and Lucy are with Emily until baby George is born oh and mm-hmm. however long, wild. <laughs> however long, baby George has to be in the NICU. <laughs> yep, I get him for Christmas. I'm excited because we're not having a lot of family come. A lot of people are. Everyone else is going to like the other places. Mm-hmm. And then Rob has to work from six in the morning to six at night that day on Christmas Day. So oh. I was like, mm, Christmas sucks. <laughs> well, we will make it exciting. We will. You will. <laughs> I'm glad. We'll like have people here. It'll be fun for Scout. Yeah. We yep. get Nate and Katie on Christmas Eve, but not Christmas Day. So we'll do a fun dinner. There you go. Cool. Bees in the future. She's in Utah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> what did you just say? Was it today or yesterday that you said something about the future? <laughs> we were was it the little mini gummy bears that you shared with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween candy. 
We had like these little tiny packets of Harry Bow gummy bears. Oh, <laughs> which are the best kind ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Harry Bows are the best. It's the only and kind you have. The gummy bears in the tiny packets are mini. Oh, how adorable! It's just the perfect amount of gummy bear, and they're so cute. It's very cute. And yes, we still have Halloween candy, and yes, we had a huge pile of it in between us as we watched <laughs> these episodes last night. <laughs> And if you want, like, I don't know, food because you're pregnant, you can go get it. And there's much more variety. And there's lots of variety. (laughs) Well, it also means that you'll be here for sure for our final Buffy watch. Yes. (laughs) I hope it comes. I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter as long as... I, as long as you're not like, I was thinking, it, it'd suck if we have to do it like in a hospital room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, we'll do it, but. <laughs> I know, I was thinking about that. What Some of these recordings, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're on bed rest for like the... two weeks in the hospital and it happens during then, that would be kind of lame, but. Yeah. It won't stop us. Well, we can watch it in the hospital room with her and maybe record while we're watching it and then podcast about it later. Yeah. That'd be fun. Be in the hospital room, M at home, me in my home. (laughs) Yeah, I just (laughs) meant it'd be kind of lame to have to watch it there. Yeah. Nurses interrupting us to (gasps) blood pressure and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey. Give us 45 minutes. <laughs> I'll do that thing where I'm like, do not disturb even the nurses unless I call you. There you go. <laughs> so we got a cat's crypt. Yeah, let's hit the cat's crypt. All right. Cat says, I'm probably sneaking this one in last minute. Hello, ladies. For tonight's episode, I'll just give some overall impressions of where I am in Buffyland currently. I have watched I Was Made to Love You, The Body, Forever, and Intervention. First of all, I think the quality of the show has been elevated enormously. I really hope it continues in this vein. It has really stepped it up in every way, so I'm glad of that. I'm not going to be able to avoid talking about the body specifically here because of the relevance it has in our lives. I cannot believe how soon after our mother's death, Sue watched this one. For me, it's been 11 months, and it still had an enormous impact on me. The parallels between our mother's and Buffy's mother's death lead me to have a very empathic response while watching this. Almost like it was happening to me again. At least it brought back very vividly some awful memories and feelings. I'll point out a few of these parallels. First, both our moms had been very sick, then got well, then suddenly were dead as an indirect result of what they had been sick from. They both died unexpectedly in their homes and discovered sometime later when hopes of resuscitation were long gone despite futile attempts at conversing with 911. Now, my actual experience was different from Buffy's and that dad called me at work and told me that mom had died, and so I came home to the coroner already there and talking to dad. I did not see mom's body until the funeral. I did, however, see the guy wheel her in a body bag on a gurney from her bedroom and out the front door. 
And that, my dear sisters, is the most awful thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm. I've always thought about Cat having to see that. Me too. And yeah. I thought about Cat while watching the body, thinking this would probably have more impact on her than us because she experienced more of that end of it than we did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was there. Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of went through a little bit what you went through with me, kind of like, do we warn Kat or just let her watch it? <laughs> yeah, I wonder too. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly didn't go through as much as I did with you. Um, yeah, well, with me, it was still just so soon. It, it was, was just so a, soon. And, a few weeks. Yeah. And Kat's, I don't know, maybe she just kind of keeps it all in, but she just hasn't talked much about it at all, to me, at least. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. So she seemed to just be doing real great about it. And she is, but... Right, right. Okay. Um... Let's see. She says, I had been doing pretty good until that happened, and then I completely lost my shit. I still cannot see a body bag in a movie or TV without losing my shit to this day. No amount of mental preparation or awareness can prepare you for seeing something like that. Mothers are the epitome of warmth and comfort. When they go from that to be in the body, it's, I don't know, too stark a transition to wrap your mind around. Buffy's disorientation, sickness... All of it was so realistically portrayed. They did an amazing job with this. The focusing on the EMT's mouth only while he was talking, the lighting, the lack of music. It was cinematic and just so well done. It continued on with the Scoobies going through it in their own way, which was great too. Willow not being able to decide what to wear. Nothing seemed right. She even asked why all of her shirts have stupid stuff on them. Something I've been wondering for years. <laughs> <laughs> The next episode, Forever, was very, very good. And I cannot tell you how freaked out I was thinking I was about to see a zombie Kristen Sutherland. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap, I thought Matt A. was out of his mind telling me that Apollonia from Carnival wasn't Kristen Sutherland. I didn't read the thing on Facebook, but I heard you talk about it on the podcast. So I just barely am beat it. It wasn't her. Where in the world did I get the idea it was her? (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Something happened there that I cannot explain. (laughs) I can. We call call it cat's brain. (laughs) Just cat's brain. (laughs) Anyway, suffice it to say, I was totally scared. Okay, I need to cut this off now, but I'll just say that I'm really liking this show right now. In fact, Intervention might be my very favorite episode so far. Angel, not so much. But it's not terrible. Cheerio, pip pip, legata. <laughs> Intervention is a great episode. Which one's that? That's the Buffy Bot one. Oh, okay, that's right. So it's Buffy Bot, Spike getting kidnapped by Glory, not telling on yeah. Dawn. It's it's a it is a great episode. Yep. Yep. Where is it an angel right now? Oh, oh, it's it's pretty good an angel, but I guess it's not our thing. Yep. It's um Drusilla and Drew. Oh yeah. Drusilla and Darla. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, Darlin. <laughs> I meant to say Darla. Darlin Drew. She was watching the episode um, where they where Angel locks all the lawyers in the basement with them mm-hmm. when I was over there. Recently. Oh, that's some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, it'll be interesting to hear her remark on Angel when she is ready. Yeah. Well, she's and she got made a it. brand new puppy. That's yeah. New. Oh, she's adorable. <laughs> so cute. So cute. <laughs> but yep, she made it through the body. I've been curious. Sorry we didn't give you a warning, cat. <laughs> I didn't get one either, so. <laughs> but yeah, uh, her having to see mom in the body bag just, ooh. Yeah, that's something I did not that's an to see. Image that you just don't want to have. I mean, even Amy was telling me how you know because Amy had been in Mexico. Mm-hmm. She didn't get to Wyoming till the first, right? The next day, I think. Yeah. Anyway, she was. There, I think she was there the next day, and it there had been snow on the ground, and Amy said that. She could just see the the wheel marks from the gurney in the snow, and she's like, "That was enough to make her lose it." Just seeing those, huh. and I was like, "Oh, yeah. I was in my Utah bubble." Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm getting uncomfortably out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we talked. Well, just Catherine and Matt were down here this week, also, and we talked to Cat a little bit about the body, and so we. She said a bunch of things on here I'd never heard, but. Um. Anyway, we kind of dredged up all these feelings again, talking about the body. Mm-hmm. And talking to Matt about it, and anyway. And the anniversary is coming up. Yeah, yeah, we're almost at a year. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. I was actually gonna say on the podcast, um, give my condolences to Carol. She lost her cat this week. Oh no! The little kitty that we oh, podcast with that would haunt our podcast. That the little snoring cat. Yeah, I think its name was Hershey. Just died suddenly in the middle of the night. Oh no, so, Carol. So, so this is the uh, Hershey Memorial Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, Carol. Really sad. 2015 claims another victim. Just a weird... She was only six years old, the cat. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. But I was just going to say, 2015 is almost done. Yep. We're just scraping through. (laughs) (laughs) Three weeks left. (laughs) Good job, team, so far. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, Sue watches Buffy. Would like to just tell Carol that we're sorry and we, your little Hershey's presence was felt on our podcast a few times. (laughs) Yes. Sorry we mistaken Hershey for a little girl ghost. Yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Now maybe she can continue to haunt our podcast. (laughs) For real. (laughs) 
<laughs> That'd be pretty sweet to have a cat haunt. Some people swear by it. <laughs> haunting cats? Hand haunting pets. Mm -hmm. hmm. Interesting. Not the, something I've ever thought about, ever. Oh, Catherine swears that Gracie was with her for quite a while. Really? Yeah. That's cute. Mm-hmm. So, well, all right, present cat. Glad you got through the body. You got some interesting stuff coming up. Season five is a good time at the end there. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, as everyone knows. <laughs> yep. Yep, so... All right, well... Hi, cat. Go cuddle with little Kurt Vonnegut Jr. Jr. Yes. <laughs> so cute. She sent me... She texted me today pictures of him sleeping. Oh. Oh, so cute. I didn't get any puppy sleeping pictures. Oh. I know, I don't have puppy sleeping pictures. I'll forward them to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to berate either present or future cat, whoever's joining us at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I like sleeping puppies, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You better go. Present yep. cat. Present cat, sign off. We're going to start talking to future cat. Yep. All right. Man, I'm tired. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am too. Let's uh, move on to our other feedbacks. Do you want me to read Ray's now? Harold's uh, came in first, so I'll read Harold's okay. first. Okay, Harold, he says, When I think of Angel Season 4, I mainly think of this stretch of episodes. There is so much going on, especially the returns of Angelus and Faith, and it moves at a fast pace that you want to binge watch, but it also has the worst elements of the season. Evil Cordelia and her sidekick, the Petulant Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yes. Uh, Instead of going through the episodes, I am going to discuss the characters in order of how well. Sorry, my iPad switched to a different email. Um, I'm going to discuss the characters in order of how well they were served. My favorite character from these episodes was Faith. We have not seen her since a brief scene at the beginning of season two. Man, has it been that long? Wow. wow. Which was so long ago that she doesn't know most of Team Angel and has never set foot in the Hyperion. Yeah. Huh. She has that amazing jail breakout scene, which tells us that she could have escaped whenever she wanted to, but she has stayed there because of her guilt. Right. Is she still suicidal? Possibly. Her willingness to sacrifice herself to save Angel seems rooted in a sense that she is not worthy. But it is also heroic in that she is willing to sacrifice herself to help another. Something you never thought she would do back in Season 3. 
In any event, I love how she takes over Team Angel, puts Connor in his place, will do whatever it takes to save Angel, and does so without cutting ethical corners, unlike Wesley. <laughs> Man, I had throat attack. <laughs> I heard it. <clears throat> I hope it goes away. <laughs> e. Okay. <laughs> e. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Faith, if she's not suicidal, she's just kind of always going to be reckless. Yeah, I would put her more as reckless than suicidal. Yeah. And I think she was just staying in jail, you know? I think she... Yeah, she seems to honestly have a redemption thing going on. Mm-hmm. And the guards knew that they couldn't take her, it seemed yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like there's just a little understanding there. Mm-hmm. But she obviously broke it in lieu of helping Angel. Okay. Um, Wesley is my next favorite character in these episodes. I'm fascinated by the tug of war inside him between dark and light. He gets closer to Fred until Angelus spills the beans about Lila, which leads Fred to try to get back with Charles. Wesley has that great scene with Lila's body in the basement, where we see that he was always hoping to bring her around to the good side. On the other hand, there is that dark scene where he tortures a woman into revealing information about Angelus, which shocks even Faith. It's amazing how Wes and Faith have switched places since their encounter in Season 1. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She tortured him in Season 1? Yeah. Um... She, yeah. in his apartment, was it? She had him tied to a chair, and she was, like, cutting it with glass. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I hadn't remembered that until they kind of talk about it briefly on the show. Yeah, I figured it had to be that, but I... My uh, memory's not that good. And Wes was not very happy with her, and happy with um, Angel trying to redeem her and all of that. And that was the last they had seen each other, so that's yeah. it was a little awkward, but yeah. not too bad when she <laughs> sees him at the prison for the first time. Yeah. Lila is next on my list. If you recall, at the beginning of the season, she was sitting pretty, having disposed her boss, put Gavin in his place, and even gotten into a relationship, he's got in quotes, with Wesley. Yes, it is a relationship, and Wesley has a signed dollar bill to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> now she has been reduced to living in a disgusting old men's room in the sewer, or was that an old train station, before being killed by Cordelia and having her head removed. At least she got some good speeches in, both before and after she died. Yeah, Lila's dead. Yeah, that was... I mean, I was surprised to see her. I kind of thought we had seen the last of her. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. But, um... But, yeah, we got her back, and then she dies. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have in my notes, I kind of like dead Lila better than a live Lila. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
I am asked me if she was going to join in Angel Investigations, and I was all for it, just for Lauren's snarky comments every time we saw her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lauren was... Lauren was a little more chicken little than Lauren these episodes. <laughs> He had a weird vibe to him. He kind of did. Okay. Well, and I noticed him in the opening credits for the first time. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he, uh, when I get there, I can't pull it up right now, but I didn't write it down. But this was, one of them was his first time being not a special guest star. And it says how many special guest star appearances he was in <laughs> before he finally got in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> Way too many. Yes. <laughs> yep, it's about time. Um, right. This this was as much fun as Willow has been in quite a while. I liked her scene with Wesley where she managed to make him feel inferior for not getting as dark as she and her <laughs> and her ones with Fred and how she had to blurt out that she was in a relationship and run out the door before she made any more googly eyes at her. <laughs> that is so funny. Fred's like, oh. <laughs> <clears throat> um, somewhere in the middle are Fred and Gunn. It is interesting that Fred wishes that she and Charles could get back to where they were, but he can't, and he walks away. I also love the little interaction that Fred had with Willow, even if it seemed like they were mirror images of one another. Yeah, they were funny. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry to put Angelus so low on this list, but I don't feel like this version of Angelus was anywhere dark and edgy enough to merit being placed higher. Where was the guy who likes to hurt and torture everyone who makes him feel human? It is kind of weird that Angelus was around for five episodes and never killed a human, only vamps and demons. He has some good moments when he was inside the cage and his scenes with Fred, but I am not sure I accept that he would kill the beast and search out the Beastmaster. <clears throat> Isn't this the same guy who wanted to send the world into a hell dimension back in season two of Buffy? He should be applauding the beast, not taunting him. And why is he sitting around a demon bar bragging to a bunch of half-wooded vampires about killing the beast who blotted out the sun? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's fun to see Angelus again, but he just seems different. He does. And not as great. Nope. I like this version of him. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't as enamored with him and Buffy as you guys were. Yeah, he had big shoes to fill, and for some reason he just did it a little differently. Like, maybe it's a combo of the writing and him just acting it differently? I don't know. He was more sexual, but maybe that's because the show's grown up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't... I didn't equate the Buffy Angelus as being as obsessed I don't know he just didn't seem to care about sex as, you know, he just talked about it a lot <laughs> in these episodes there was just a lot of references his mind went there a lot 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I don't remember him doing that like at all. He taunted Spike a lot. But, yeah, anyway. Different. Not as great. But fun. Um, I did like that we finally got an explanation for how Angel went from a guy living at the Hyperion in the 50s to the guy who was living in alleys eating rats in the 1990s, even if I am not sure if it really holds up under scrutiny. But I will take that he was consumed with guilt for drinking human blood and it broke him. Plus, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> Connor is quite annoying. But upon reflection, I feel like with a few tweaks, it wouldn't be so bad. <clears throat> part of it is the writing, and part of it is probably the casting. Vincent Carthizer just has that I-want-to-punch-him typeface <laughs> that works so perfectly for Pete Campbell, but not for Connor. I should feel bad for the way that he is conflicted between all the things that Holtz taught him about Angel and his desire for love and family. And between his hatred of demons and his self-hatred for being the child of vampires, I should hate how he is being manipulated by Cordy. Instead, I just hate him for falling for Holtz's and Cordy's lies. I feel like another actor or different writers could get me to feel empathy for him. Yeah, that is such an interesting point. I wondered what it'd be like with a different actor that could really make me feel really sympathetic towards his plight, because he's right. Vincent Carthizer, as much as I love him as Pete, mm -hmm. it he doesn't give you any feelings of sadness or sorriness for him. None. 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 I know. Harold's right. You you more want to just punch him in the face. Yeah, total. <laughs> and it's great for Pete, it really is. Because <laughs> when you think about it, we should feel some sort of sadness for him for what he went through and you know going to Kortoth and being raised there and stuff you know but you just kind of don't yeah you really kind of don't sometimes I do and sometimes I don't mostly I don't <laughs> <laughs> if I think about him being there as a baby then I'm like oh okay I understand but then I look at him, or he says something, or he does something, and I'm like, oh, he sucks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, okay. Evil Cordy is the worst. At this point, we still only have the reveal that she is evil without an explanation for why that is, but regardless, Charisma Carpenter is not pulling this off. Unlike so many of the actors in Buffy and Angel who have been able to stretch out and play different versions of their characters, Charisma is terribly, terribly off in her scenes as the Beastmaster. It doesn't help that she has to act talking to a crystal or a glowing glass container, but she is way over the top and reminiscent of one of the villains from the 1960s Batman show without the campy fun. <laughs> become a bad actress I have something like that too something about charisma <laughs> what a horrible job she's doing yeah, yeah she's not doing well with this uh, evil thing uh oh no Cordy's and she's not good she even does those stupid like kind of looks off 
I mean, he's right. Like, total Batman villain. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I wonder... One, if this just isn't her acting uh, forte, playing evil. Mm-hmm. And two, with her pregnancy, maybe she's off. Uh-huh. You know, maybe she has pregnancy brain and... Yeah, because she seemed a little off for a while. Yeah. Is she really pregnant? Yes. <laughs> Hence the storyline. <laughs> okay. I did not know that. I will provide a little information that the writers and crew are not happy with her. I believe she hid her pregnancy. I've heard rumors that she didn't tell them until a ways into it, and they had to do a lot of rewriting, and they weren't super thrilled. Well, that's a pretty crappy thing to hide. Yeah. Yep. So they were like, fine, we're just going to throw your (laughs) storyline in the toilet. (laughs) You get to sleep with Connor. (laughs) You get to sleep with Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's going to hate you. (laughs) What could we have a character do? That would make everyone hate her. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I. Yeah, I did not realize, but watching these, I thought she did look like she had put on some like face weight and stuff. Like yes, she really gained yeah. weight in her face <laughs> with mm-hmm. this pregnancy, and you've noticed she's wearing long coats all the time. Yeah. Laying in bed and she's she's been doing if you rewatch you'll notice easily <laughs> that her uh-huh. wardrobe's way different and she's shown a lot, um, sitting down and Oh how funny. Many things like that. Okay. Kudos to Sue and B for predicting Cordy's pregnancy, except I have to deduct points because <laughs> she gets pregnant at least once a season. <laughs> <laughs> Please let this be as short-lived as the other ones. Oh man! And already isn't. (laughs) What's that? I was just kidding too. I know. I was like, "What's the worst thing they could do?" (laughs) (laughs) Well, (sighs) they weren't going to, but they had a necessity. Well, charisma sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you just get like married less late last season? Didn't uh, she? Like she got married sometime last season. We talked about it. Right. Oh, because she was gone for a while. With the whole show was gone. Yeah, something. Yeah, there was some stuff. <laughs> I don't remember correctly, really, so <laughs> I can't say so much. Um, also, although I have a general idea of her plan, which is revealed in a future episode, it really doesn't make much sense now or in the future, and it doesn't help to establish her big bad bona fides 
to see her plan being ruined by both Angelus and Willow without really breaking a sweat. And I haven't even mentioned that scene where she makes out with the beast. Yuck! (laughs) (laughs) Why did they add that? Because they were mad at her for getting pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) That is the only reason they would add that weird crazy thing. you hide a pregnancy from us. You're going (laughs) to... You're going to have a baby with Connor and kiss the beast. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, wait, are we back in Buffy? Is this a dead person talking? It's like taking over somebody else's body. You know, it's uh, when Wes is talking to Lila. It was bandied about on the wiki that it's just undetermined if he was just making it all up or if that was the first. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Okay, he says, I will have more to say about Cordelia later in the season, but needless to say, this has been a big letdown after all the great stuff that happened with her in the first two and a half seasons up until the Gruselog came back and she left with him on their vacation. Just a couple more things I have to add to my dislike list. Angel 70's hair wig was awful. Oh, man. <laughs> Bea and I talked about the wigs. Yep. <laughs> They're so bad. <laughs> and where did they come up with the line, Pounce, no, you mook. <laughs> As you know, I'm a silent film lover, so I know a thing or two about the 20s. And I have never heard that expression anywhere. I, <laughs> I wrote that down too. I was like, is that a thing? <laughs> is that what the lady says to him when he saves her dog? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't... Did you guys notice the people like playing dice on the sidewalk used? Like one guy did a string of like boxcars. And... Yes. <laughs> Throwing bones. He said, like, eight of them in a row. Like, fast. (laughs) Yes, I did notice that. so funny. (laughs) And they're like, okay, what did they... What are all the old-timey expressions for dice games? (laughs) (laughs) Add them all. (laughs) I rolled the dice. Paid even odds. Even odds. Walks cars out. So why are you walking boys? You're trolling the graveyard. Throw the bones. Okay. <laughs> Won't that be overkill? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make it authentic. What is that like? Something skidoo? 36 skidoo or something? <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't catch them all. I just know that... He just kept saying them. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, pound snow. (laughs) That just sounded really made up. I think it's hilarious. And I love that Harold pointed it out. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Harold. Thanks, Harold. Thanks, Harold. All right, we're going to have B read. Raymond. Is it, is it Raymond today? 
We're going with Raymond. Rammel. Rammel. (laughs) There's a third. (laughs) Oh, has Rammel already made an appearance? I thought so, but I kind of think maybe. I don't remember now. (laughs) Alright. Okay. He says, Man, so much happens in these four episodes that it's hard for me to put my thoughts together into anything coherent. So I'm sorry for whoever has to read this because it might get a little long. No worries. But here goes. The first thing I want to talk about is Angelus. Season 2 of Buffy Angelus is one of the best characters in the history of either show. The fact that it was so unexpected and so different from Angel made the character really great. So to me, one of the problems now is trying to recreate that and live up to the original run. And I don't think they get it quite right. I think for me, the main problem is the dialogue. My guess is that Joss was looking over and punching up every script in Buffy Season 2, but I doubt he is doing that here in Angel Season 4. That is a problem, as I think some of the things Angela says just come off weird or not right. I know that it was a different time in 2003, and it wasn't as taboo as it is now, but hearing Angela use the word retarded is tough. As we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like Not that. this time, but several times in Angel. They really <laughs> like that word. I was like, man, he is really evil if he uses that word. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You're evil. <laughs> you don't have to go there. Jeez. <laughs> um. He says, I don't really blame the show since it wasn't really frowned upon at the time, but by today's standards, it just comes off wrong. Also, hearing him say that having an accent makes Fred all buttery in her nether regions made me want to throw up. (laughs) (laughs) It was little things like that that make this version of Angelus just not feel right. Yeah, the lots of sexual references, just not the Angelus I knew. Yeah, I don't know who you are anymore, Angelus. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the Angelus we knew and loved? <laughs> that said, if you can ignore some of the dialogue stuff, I think bringing back Angelus was a huge success as far as the storytelling and what having Angelus back means for all of the other major characters on the show. I wanted to get that main complaint out first before going on to say that I love these episodes. I know that some fans love Faith and some hate her, but put me in the camp that thinks Faith is wicked awesome. Okay, after that long preface, it's time to get into my episode-by-episode thoughts. Yeah, I just have to say first that I like Faith, but I don't like evil Faith, but I loved this Faith. I really enjoyed this face. It was yeah. so fun seeing her back. This was great, and she put Connor in his place, and that was so neat. It was awesome. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. Yep. Cavalry. This one is all about the reveal that Cordy is the Beast Master. When she kills Lila at the end, it is one of the more shocking things to happen on Angel. Sue had to be shocked by that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And you can now look back at the, all the things that have gone wrong this season and realize that Cordy was the mall the whole time. It also makes the Cordy Connor thing a little better 
No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, it totally does. <laughs> okay, maybe a little. Knowing that it wasn't actually Cordy and that she manipulated and chose Connor for a reason. Okay, fine. That does. <laughs> I mean, it's still gross, but at least there is an ex. Well, I mean, it's still gross, but at least there is an explanation. Also, bye-bye, Lila. No one in this podcast seemed to like her much, but I think she has been a great villain, and using her as a way to look inside a Wolfram's heart has was always fun for me. Yeah. We're not huge Lila fans, but... Not huge fans, no. Um, and yeah, okay, so... This is just a little window into why... Mostly the reason it was hard for me to podcast, now I can say it, about uh, Apocalypse Now-ish. And mm-hmm. having to talk about those two sleeping together and <laughs> having to pretend that I don't know this. Right. Mm-hmm. And just... Because knowing that that Cordy is not actually Cordy so much (laughs) and she's being controlled by something else at this point I know and it just it makes it a lot better for me I mean it it sucks but Uh it wasn't Cordy so it kind of negates most of my trouble with it right right had to podcast about it not being able to display those thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Yeah. Well, well, and I figure, because one of my things I wrote down is, so when when did Cordy become evil? And I figured it had to have been before she slept with Connor. Mm-hmm. Like, Actually, the official word, I guess I can say this now, is... Um, during Spin the Bottle, when she gets her memory back. Do you remember she sees that vision of the... I don't know. Is it Lauren that gives her... Puts something on her tongue? And she sees a flash of... The Beast. Uh-huh. And then she mm-hmm. runs away. She runs out of the room. Uh-huh. Yes. That's the official word, I believe, from the show. Oh. So... So basically, she did back. High- she was a higher power, she didn't have a memory, and then she got her memory back and was the, the beast master. <laughs> huh, okay. And I don't know quite how that works, how, um, you know, because I don't know if it holds up under total scrutiny. Um, little talk she's had with Angel about, like, if this thing that's controlling her accesses her memories and just does a good job at saying what Cordy would say because there were a few little moments like when she tells him about what she saw as a higher power Uh I don't know but mostly not though there's not very many of those moments and Cordy hasn't been great (laughs) and this can all be anyway that's when the official word is it happens okay Interesting. Okay. So she really hasn't been Cordy all season. Is it all season? Yeah. Yeah, because she came back 
without yeah. a memory. She started the season as a higher power. Right. So right. I guess that was kind of corny. But it was bad acting corny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, I just had a thought. Crap. It's gone. <laughs> okay. Um, salvage. As I said, I like Faith a lot, and I think that bringing her back and using her redemption storyline to mirror angels is very well done. I kind of love that it's Angelus who kills the beast in the end. So the theory by the gang that Angelus would be the only hope for defeating the beast turned out to be right after all. Release. I don't know if Angel the Show wasn't able to use the word watcher, but I wish that they would have pointed out that Wesley was Faith's watcher, and it was under his watch that she slipped to the dark side and sided with the mayor. Knowing that context, I think, adds a lot to seeing Wesley and Faith work together in these episodes for the greater good. I really like the relationship between Faith and Wes in both this episode and Salvage. And the fight between Faith and Angelus at the end of this episode is great. One of the best the show does. Orpheus. Sorry. Uh, This episode is awesome. First off, Willow comes to visit and we get to see some cool scenes between real-life married couple Allie Hannigan and Alexis Denisoff. So that's pretty cool. I always thought that a Wesley Willow spinoff would have been amazing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, I pointed out. I'm like, I'm not sure if they're married yet, but I'm pretty sure they're dating. Yeah, they, they were little so scene cute. I love that scene. So it's very cute, yes. <laughs> and is it just me, or is Willow written better in this episode of Angel than she has been since, like, season three of Buffy? Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I just think the character is so great here. Her interactions with Fred are so good, and how can you not love... Cordy, how you been? Higher power, you? Ultimate evil. (laughs) Ultimate evil. (laughs) (laughs) I think the angel... Vision... Oh, dear. Uh Uh-oh. You can still... CGI limitations of 2003... And wig limitations, apparently. Hold what? on, B. You cut out. Um, can you restart? Um, I right think after. the angel vision quest. Okay. Angel faith. I think the angel faith vision quest thing is pretty great, too, minus some CGI limitations of 2003. Both faith and angel have done bad things in their past. Even after angel got a soul, he still didn't always make the right choices. But they both are looking for redemption, and this parallel is very compelling to me. And of course, Angel plays Mandy on the jukebox in the 70s. I love that running gag. (laughs) I love everything about this episode, and it's a great way to close this chapter of Angelus. Also, there's Cordelia's pregnancy, but I will save my thoughts on that. Episodes. All right, thanks, Ramon. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I I thought 
you know, the faith, angel faith vision quest thing, I thought they did pretty well. I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't even notice any CGI limitations. Just wig limitations. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wig limitations were not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were not. They were terrible. Didn't he look like Crispin Glover? <laughs> he <totally> did. <laughs> and I laughed at that the alley scene. <laughs> uh, I saw that seventies one in the diner, and I was like, "That's the worst angel wig ever." And then, <laughs> little did you know, what was coming. <laughs> and then it just kicked it up like eight notches. <laughs> oh man, so bad. So bad. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for your feedback. Yes. That's funny that both Ray and or Raymond and uh <laughs> Harold mentioned how Willow was better in this little cameo than <laughs> the last couple seasons of Buffy. <laughs> Yeah, that and was, I was the Willow I love. I was really surprised to see her because you had told me, Em, how since they were on two different networks, there was that bad blood and stuff. Yeah, um, it was in Wikipedia. They said that this marks the first episode after the, after, like, the bands lifted. <clears throat> I think I read somewhere that they were going to charge... Um, is it WB Angels still on? Whichever episode, yeah. whatever, it's I guess it's WB and UPN. So they were going to charge WB like $6 million to just say Buffy's name. Oh my gosh. Something <sighs> really crazy like that. That is so stupid. $6 million just to say her name. I don't remember what the price was. It could even have been more. When it comes to networks, that's probably just a drop in the bucket, but it was insane. That's why there were a few episodes where they're like, don't even say the name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like teased it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this uh, apparently they lifted it. Let me see what the exact wording is. Yeah, because they just allude to like, you need to go get a blonde yeah. Treat her or something. Right. Yeah, they did not say her name. Mm-hmm. Okay. With this episode, the crossover embargo between the WB and UPN is lifted, allowing characters from Buffy the Vampire Slayer to cross over to Angel and vice versa. Um, the last crossover was seen, and there's no place like Plurisclerb again with Willow coming to see Angel Investigations, but to inform them on Buffy Summer's death and the gift. So, they must have probably, it probably cost them a lot of money to get Allison Hannigan over there, but she never said anything. So, I wonder if they struck some, maybe a cheaper deal to just see her, (laughs) have her appear, but not Right, right. Huh. Yeah, that is interesting. So, I guess for the next, was it how many episodes of Buffy when they're both still shows? (laughs) 
Well, I guess there could be some crossover in season five. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like after Buffy's gone? Yeah. Done. Yes, please. <laughs> I hope it's Xander. <laughs> I hope it's not Xander. <laughs> Come on, get Connor, Gunn, and Xander on one show. That oh, head explode. No, thank you. With evil Cordelia. Oh man, <laughs> Cordelia never goes back. <laughs> she stays evil forever. Evil Cordelia is here to stay. And then evil Faith comes back, and then Riley comes back, and then. <laughs> <laughs> now and that's the whole show do I like Angel season 5 <laughs> <laughs> you just described the worst show ever and Lumberjack Dexter <laughs> let's just add him to the what <laughs> Lumberjack Dexter don't worry about it <laughs> I know what you're talking about <laughs> Oh man! All right, so and baby we... Tara. <laughs> <laughs> baby Doc Tara. Yeah, baby Tara. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> Petulant Don. Oh, Don and Connor. Don and oh. Connor. Oh my gosh! All our computers would just like set themselves on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the end of Sea Watches, Buffy. <laughs> they, what if they date? Oh, oh that would be horrible. Oh. Oh, the, just no screen could stand that much. Sure. Let's get started. Um, okay, for season... Would it surprise you that these were all in the top ten of the season? No. We have number one, number five, number eight, and number nine. Oh, wow. Wow. Which one's number one? Is it Orpheus? What do you think it is, B? Um, I would probably go with Orpheus also. It is Orpheus. Sweet. And then for the other three, that's a tough one. I'm going to go releases, number nine. Um... Cavalry is eight and salvage is five. Holy crap! We do four episodes and that's the first time you got them all right. <laughs> I did. You oh did. my gosh! <laughs> Yay, Sue! And you know, I was almost gonna tell you. I don't even want to guess because there's no way I'm gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> you always get it wrong. I know. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yay me. <laughs> So Calvary is number eight, and it's 
stands in all Angel episodes ever as number 41. All right. What you guys got? Well, my first note's Lila. Duh. Why didn't I guess that she's the one that stole the soul? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of her because I thought she was gone. But she didn't steal the soul. I know, but at the very beginning when I saw her, I oh. thought she had. Okay. Um, I have... <laughs> I hate when they have to fight like a... Like a thing that can vanish and then turn around and hit you. Like, that just seems like the worst, and it's so unfair. So when they were fighting that soul stealer thing at the beginning. That I was like my first note. <laughs> I've got a few before that, but I really liked that soul eater thingy. I thought it was creepy. <laughs> it was yeah. super creepy. <laughs> it was a weird concept, too. Yeah. And uh, Wiki says that I, I missed it, but I guess it says it that the soul eater was buried by the Shumash tribe, which are the ones featured in Pings. Oh. Which one's Pings? The uh, Thanksgiving one. That's the Thanksgiving one, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, season yeah. four of Buffy. I thought it sounded familiar. I didn't catch that line. I have sweet Gun and Fred seem over. <laughs> yeah. And then I like Wesley's line to Lila. There were many reasons we wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the idea of a pan-dimensional black market. <laughs> yeah. Was that Lila's books? Uh-huh. I thought that and was I... kind of an interesting way to find out why Angel knew about the beast. I know. I like... I like that multi-dimensional that like stuff can exist in one but not the other. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I found it really interesting myself. Well, then I have... So who is controlling the beast? (laughs) (laughs) Is this the one where we're... Yeah, Angel Angelus kind of reveals that the beast is not... You know, the beast is the lackey. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Oh, I so. have a whole entire page of notes before that. So that's why <laughs> that's not making sense. Okay. I thought, I was like, wow, you didn't take notes till that part? <laughs> it's like more than halfway through. <laughs> My first note is gun sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's more like it. <laughs> Oh, I um, I hated. Gun said I would never hurt you, and was like giving her crap about kissing Wesley. And I was like, you hit her, and Wesley kissed her. Like, kisses are a lot better than attacks. (laughs) (laughs) He, she got in the way of a punch. Yeah, but, but yeah. he was out of control. Yeah, and did in fact punch her. But yeah, but it's like 
I thought you said something else. Yeah, where it's like, you know, if she wants to kiss someone else, you know, let her. That's, don't be such a giant douchebag and go and attack this person. Yeah, he's kind of been suffering from that. It's uh-huh. like, if you're so insecure about how she feels about you, maybe you should just let her go. Uh-huh. Exactly. Because yeah. that'd get pretty exhausting. Uh-huh. <laughs> trying to hold on to someone like that that doesn't want to be held on to. Uh-huh. And then I have end it, end it. <laughs> just want that to be over. I do too. <laughs> I wrote, not fair, gun. <laughs> the line, looking everywhere but me, and then, then people walk then people the door. Walk in the door. <laughs> I know, I know. And then he's like, see, like that. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't fair. No, not fair. But my first note is writing down the line, I can use it on you when I rape you to death. I thought, boy, he doesn't pull any punches. (laughs) (laughs) Say how you really feel. Oh, man. Was he talking to Fred or Lila? I think it was Fred. Uh, Yeah, I think it was Fred. I liked it when I think it was Lila called Fred the bitch cow. <laughs> no. <laughs> is it Angelus? What a Angelus did it. Yeah. <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> he pulled that one out of Angel's memories. <laughs> yeah. hmm. I, I wrote down the Angelus line. Maybe I'll sprout some wings and flutter away. I thought <laughs> the Buffy Angelus would never have said that. <laughs> such a dumb line. It is. Uh, I put Angelus is so much better now. Different <laughs> 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 <Your> opinions. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. How we definitely prefer. The other Angelus. Yeah. <laughs> I remember and was like, just get to this part in season two. And like, I did not even realize you guys were talking about Angelus and how that made it everything so much better. I was like, I don't get it. Am I there yet? <laughs> What's the awesomeness that you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> What a sh- what a teenage high school show was willing to do is what we were talking about. Yeah, I'll need to go back and watch it with my new and TV improved watching eyes. TV watching eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Angel played dumb about knowing about the professor, right? About the supersymmetry episode? Um, Oh. Angel, they don't tell him that they killed him, but Angela seems to know. And it's like, Angel 
figured it out, knew more than he says, but just kind of kept it to himself. So it's interesting. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He probably was just letting them work it out or something. I don't know. Yeah. Not really his concern, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unless it became his concern, I guess. I said I guess twice. <laughs> um, I fell for it. I didn't realize. I I thought Angel was back. I didn't know he was faking it and still Angelus. Yeah, that's a pretty fun little thing. Uh-huh. Question about that. So, was the Beastmaster just totally messing with Gunn and Connor to get them to dig up that demon? <laughs> And then to uh, boil his bones I, and remove the flesh. I guess so, because how come the spell didn't work? And what what was it that went into Angelus and like lifted him up then? I think the Beastmaster just totally orchestrated that entire thing. Mm-hmm. Just um, hmm. just made to up make a vision. Him trust it. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it made up a vision. Um, had them get all these ingredients and then bring them back. And then it seems to have power to do stuff like it did. So it just totally controlled Angelus to make it look like he got his soul back. And Angelus rode with it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to fake like it. I got it back. And the Beastmaster must have known he would. Just all to get him to be able to escape. But when you look at it that way and then go back to making them like... I don't know, they bring that head back and then she's like, looks and she's like mm, I only see a skull <laughs> just like totally messing with him <laughs> well, she made herself said, well, that'll work she made herself dumped through dive for chicken wings yeah, must have had to just be a cloak weak old chicken wings <laughs> yeah. so I guess my theory that uh Cordy, like, that some of this could be Cordy acting for the greater good through some weird scheme that the powers that be have is just totally wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sometimes people are just bad, B. But hey, she got Faith out. She got Wesley back into the gang. Fred and Gunn might be making up, which sucks. Um, (laughs) Angel killed the beast. Like, those are all good things. It seems to be having a uniting effect rather than a... That's true. Totally world-ending one. Interesting. I have I have written down that Angel wouldn't have asked for a hug like to Fred. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, he would. I think I think she should have caught on right there that something was up. No way would Angel have asked her for a hug. He's <laughs> he's into <laughs> that. Well, he was, a... he was doing a pretty like I'm Angelus or I'm Angel, but I have to I'm Angelus being Angel. Yeah. I I gotta say, 
My favorite Angelus in this whole arc is Angelus trying to act like Angel. Yeah. I just, <laughs> that tickles me a lot. I loved him interacting with everybody, trying to look all angely. Yes. <laughs> I love it when he's he like totally pulls like a Superman. I have to go save the world. And yeah. then he just like <laughs> dramatically walks out the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the best. It was awesome. And I'm talking to Fred has just like all oh shucks. Yeah. Wow, just um I don't know, just kind of mumbling and having his head down. It was all funny to me. Just a great act. I also wrote, Lauren hates Lila so bad. <laughs> yes, he does. I Turned could... his head into a Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great visual. I, I said Lila has to join Angel Investigations just for Lauren's comebacks. And snarky comments. <laughs> yep. Yep. I liked it when Angelus said boo when he was like he was like hiding behind a wall or something and Lila walks by and he jumps out and he goes boo. That <laughs> 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 just made me laugh really hard. Then my final note is, what the hell, Cordy? What? (laughs) That just... I just did not see that coming. Yeah, you never, ever suspected anything weird with Cordelia. No, No. not at I totally brushed her off when I was trying to guess who stole the soul. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I, yeah... I knew it had to be one of them. I knew it had to be an inside job. Um, she killed Manny, too. I was just going to... That was yeah. my thought that I had earlier that I was going to say, is that she had to have killed that guy yeah. in that room. And then... So the reason the Beast has a connection to Connor is because she's chosen him? Kind of. Well, I'm not going to remark on that. Fine. <laughs> I, I think it has something that goes back to Kortoth. Oh, and he is still the destroyer. There's still that nickname that has yeah. kept coming up. And yeah. he's still Angel's son. And now she's carrying his baby. Oh, and she did say something about if this was a few months from now, or a few weeks from now, she wouldn't have a chance when she was fighting Willow. Yes. So she needed a super strength demon baby inside of her to... I don't know. I thought that was a weird line. Yeah, I thought it was weird, too. Or Did it mean she'd be better in a few weeks from now, or worse in a few weeks? That Cordy would be now. better from in a few weeks from now. It's like, okay. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe it's going to be a super fast demon baby birth, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. She looks very pregnant. <laughs> I'm and... liking. 
<laughs> like in Twilight. <laughs> yeah. It's totally like that because she looks very pregnant and it's only been... It hasn't been a lot of time since the apocalypse. It's only uh-uh. been a few days. <laughs> oh, Please let man. this not drag on forever. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I don't know where they're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid of of Angel and Darla's baby being like a little black blob. So I don't know. What... <laughs> now we have another baby. <laughs> oh, please let us not have another baby. Like I really don't want this baby to be born. I don't I really it's... don't want Daddy Connor. What are they going to do, though? They can't just Papa bearing her... a baby. <laughs> oh, man. They can't just make her not pregnant. <laughs> they do something. Oh, man. But, yeah, that ending with Cordy grabbing Lila and then stabbing her in the neck. I, I thought Cordy was trying to save her. I yeah, can't believe it when a, she did that. Yeah, that was very what the bit. Yeah. So. Alright, should we go on to salvage? I just have one little fun fact, which confuses me. It says the title Calvary references the site outside of Jerusalem where Jesus Christ was allegedly crucified. Another name for the place Calvary is Golgotha which means the place of a skull among other possible reasons for the writers to choose this title. Um, Gunn and Connor have to go to a site where the soul eater has been buried, chop off its head, and prepare its skull for a re-ensouling ritual, hence making that scene a Golgotha, a place of a skull. I just thought, that's a stretch. Did they really name it that because of that? <laughs> wow. I mean, I, being a Christian, you know, you talk about cavalry, but I always thought it was about, like, army's cavalry. Same. Isn't it cavalry and calvary? Like C A V versus C A L? Oh, it probably is. Oh. Interesting. I never You I know never what? I think you're right. thought of that, but it re- it is the Jesus one. <laughs> the Golgotha. Mm-hmm. I went for the army one. Like the World War One guys on horses. <laughs> yeah, and I But that's yeah. Calvary, you're right. Interesting. But all that skull place, that just doesn't seem to be interest or important enough. No. Name <laughs> <at> it Cal- Calvary. <laughs> nope. I mean, you <laughs> you pick the spot where Jesus Christ was crucified, and and all you're going for is the fact that it means place of the skull, skull. which is yeah. like this tiny little side. That's weird. That's weird. (laughs) I just thought I'd point that out. (laughs) And funny, I read that earlier today. Well, just like an hour ago. Well, an hour before we... No, ten minutes before we recorded, and I didn't catch the fact that cavalry and calvary are two different spellings and stuff. Anyway. All right. Moving on to salvage. No. 
um, I think they should have named it Grandpa Angelus Kills the Beast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ranked number 26. Oh my gosh. That was like the most far-fetched theory we could throw out there. <laughs> what the crap? <laughs> I know. You're like, oh, they can't make Cordy pregnant. And I was like, no way. Like, that would just be too dang far. Yep. Oh, my word. Then to guess that he actually kills the beast. <laughs> Why did we even guess that? <laughs> and I used myself, too, because I forgot that he did. <laughs> Yeah, because you were trying to incorporate, like, all these spoilers into the title of one episode. (laughs) (laughs) Just throw that in, too. (laughs) That was so funny. So, my first note is, why did Lauren read him wrong? I mean... Lauren seemed pretty dang sure. That is something that will be answered later. Oh, okay. I think in the next two. Oh, okay. Maybe the next one. I won't. I won't question anymore then. Not going to really remark on that, but you do find out something about it. Then I have, wouldn't something blocking the sun pretty much block it for, like, everyone? Like, (laughs) are they really trying to make us believe it's only blocked in Los Angeles? But, like, a couple counties over, it's fine? Yeah, that's a... That's a shush. Yeah, that... uh, (laughs) I don't get how that works. Yeah. Like, okay, they might still have sunshine in Arizona, then that's why everybody's fleeing there, but... Or from there, but... Yeah, I mean, they have it in Sunnydale... Yeah, we're, I mean, we're watching a show that's in the same universe. Right. Just only couldn't be more than a couple hours away. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, well Los Angeles. The beast sh- is sh- sh- magical, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, then I have faith. Holy crap. Then I have, that's a huge knife for a prison knife. <laughs> it was like this huge like hunting knife it was super fancy too i was like this knife significant they concentrated on it a lot (laughs) okay so wiki points out that faith experiences several attempts on her life by minions of the first evil let's see so is that... In this episode, you mean? Yeah. So the girl in the prison was supposed, was a minion? The girl in the prison... Where does it say it? It, um... Yeah, that she said that she needed the money. I don't know how we're supposed to know, but that was, um... She was being paid by the first. I to just try took and it... Offer. As like a prison thing, like yeah, yeah. Some other prisoner wanted her gone. Me too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Until I read this on Wiki, but it seems like it knows for sure somehow. That didn't come across. <laughs> no, it did not at all. No. I was wondering if I missed something. No, I just thought it was some... Um, because I would kind of expect Faith to... Not have many friends in prison? be a button pusher, you know. Because <laughs> she can kick ass. She's a slayer. And she has a mouth. And she has an attitude and a mouth. And I would think that she had a lot of people that wanted to kick her ass. Right, but uh, the first is trying to get rid of Slayers and the line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Faith would be a major part of yeah. that. Yeah. True. I just... I don't know. The first is happening in, in Buffy's world, and this is Angel's world. <laughs> there you have Sun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I've got Eva Cordy is kissing the beast, gross. <laughs> I like the prison break. I like how she just kicked through the glass. Yeah, that was really cool. It was, was a really cool scene. No way a prison would have that kind of glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like one pane. Yes, a single pane of <laughs> non-tempered. <laughs> now, now she is a slayer. It broke really easily. Yes, it did. <laughs> it looked really thin. Yes. But Movie glass. That's okay. Yeah, that that stuff yeah. was made out of sugar. <laughs> yeah. It was yes. <laughs> it was fun. I wrote, the vampires are extra bad. Like, B-rated movie bad. Did you notice? (laughs) Yes. I just thought they were just terrible. I hated the scenes with Angelus in the bar. Yeah. I just... uh, I didn't like what they were doing there. With you. Him, like, having drinks and telling the stories. That just doesn't seem like Angelus to me. Not at all. He seems like a lone wolf. Yeah, and he kind of like tried to act too cool for school, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not in every way. Then he, you'd see him bragging and stuff. Yeah, that just didn't seem to fit his character. Yeah, like at first, um, I thought that he was gonna like rally troops and build a little army, but he just seemed to be doing it for. Fun. Yeah. Um, I liked Faith taking charge. And I wrote, I think Connor just fell in love with Faith. <laughs> yeah. Connor likes Faith. Yeah, Connor was funny how he was so against her at first, and then she, like, gained his respect really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... She kills then, vampires and demons for a living. Yeah. Or did. You know. That's true. And evil Cordy was worried that Faith got out. Yeah. I have. I like Faith versus Cotter. Chief, I like how she just 
had no problem just putting them down. Uh-huh. No, she dealt with them well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when he staked that vampire, she got after him, like, immediately. I was like, you yeah. thought that I wasn't jealous. Yeah, she kicked him off the team. Yeah. Knew he'd be a loose cannon, you know? Yeah. yeah. And she she was there to protect Angel uh-huh. and to bring him back. And, and, you know, Connor was contrary to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she knew that. I I just love Angelus's welcome face sign. I was just gonna say that's my next note. The welcome face sign was amazing. So funny. <laughs> now that seemed kind of Angelusy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just like I'm one step ahead of you guys. <laughs> not only do you not have to find me, I'm just gonna put up a giant sign. <laughs> so great it is it is but man faith got her butt kicked yeah that was hard to watch sometimes yeah that beast he's a strong guy (laughs) yeah yeah i thought she did better against him than some of the others have done Mm -hmm. well angel got his butt kicked yeah angel got his butt kicked oh she definitely put up the best fight out of all of them yeah Yeah. she did yeah. Then my last night is my last note is no, I was totally kidding when I said Cordy was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> oh man. I did like Faith's um you did worry that she was trying to swing that thing at Angel and just, it was going to be completely ineffective and, but she oh. was smashing the window and. That was a nice move. Yeah. That was yeah. like Buffy smart. Yes. Yeah. I think she something. learned it from Buffy. Yeah. That's something <laughs> I wouldn't have equated to Faith a couple uh-huh. years ago, uh-uh. but something Buffy would do. Yeah. I like that. Well, there endeth my notes. Me too. <laughs> Mine too. Any fun facts on that one? Mm-hmm. I did have maybe evil Con- Cordy slept with Connor. And then I put in all caps Grandpa Angelus kills the beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Was there any talk on Sue Watches Buffy when we said that? On the um, Facebook page? No, I don't think so. No one picked up on it? <laughs> if they did, they didn't talk about it. They didn't think it was as hilarious as we did. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> we do possible. not possible. <laughs> we do amuse ourselves quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no. The Sue Watches Buffy crowd has been quite quiet. Uh, we don't discuss a ton. Well, they must think you're doing a good job guiding me through that. 
because I was you set it up a lot of the reason was to have them help you kind of group together the episodes and stuff yeah it'd be interesting that it's interesting that no one pointed out that I because I think I'm the one that said that right Grandpa Angelus kills the beast yeah so yeah it was you no one pointed out they're like spoiler (laughs) (laughs) no fun facts alright then release (laughs) I got tired when we were watching this because I have two notes (laughs) yeah I have zero notes we we had watched the two and it ended so it was our it was pretty late (laughs) and we had had a big day and but it was just too exciting to not watch the next one. Yeah. For B, so we did. And anyway, we well, were tired and a little more quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got, I've got some, but not a huge amount. Um, I've got enough to get us through the episode. I think it was a little bit slower than the other two episodes. It is the least. It's the highest. It's number nine. Yeah. What is it in the series? Um, a 42. So the synopsis, B asked for some synopsises. I guess this is a good one to do it because I now remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> says as a but as a battered and bloodied Faith recovers from her bloody showdown with the Beast at Wesley's apartment, they debate why Angelus would suddenly kill the Beast and allow the son to return to Los Angeles. Meanwhile, Angela surprises Fred by showing up back at the hotel where he demands information on who is directing the beast and steals her research materials. Fred tries to shoot him with a tranquilizer dart, but accidentally hits Lauren instead. <laughs> Poor Lauren, he's, the, he's the Giles of this group. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Faith and Wesley try to track Angelus down by going to the demon bar where he hangs out. Which leads to Faith having another showdown with Angelus in a deserted museum. Cordelia convinces Connor to keep her sudden pregnancy a secret from everyone else, while she, a vessel of the evil power, telepathically contacts Angelus to recruit him for her cause. Yeah, this one is kind of... Yeah, my first note is, seriously, Cordy talks into an orb thing and Angelus can hear it. I just really hated that whole concept. (laughs) And then I have a quote from Cordy. I can't believe Angelus killed the beast. And I put, no, Cordy, Grandpa Angelus killed the beast. (laughs) In fact, I thought of making a little sign back um, (laughs) when I watched it. Maybe I was tired. But I thought I should record a little sound bite out of that and and preface it with Grandpa <laughs> and let her say it. <laughs> Get on that. That'd be funny. <laughs> I have this Connor and Cordy stuff is so gross. <laughs> is this the one? And it was the first time I ever noticed it. That does it like end with her like betting him again? 
Or is that the last one? Mm. They like it like ends the episode or it ends the scene with her like she kissed him once. She kissed him. I don't remember her betting him though. They were like sitting on the bed and she like leans towards him onto the bed. I think we came back from our memory. I think I shushed that. I think you're right, though. (laughs) And I've got, how and when did Cordy become evil? Has she been since she came back from the higher power place? Pretty much. But, yeah. And then I've got, is Connor a demon? Is that why that spell didn't work when he attacked Angelus? Yeah, I asked that too last night. Cause so, Connor's a demon? He's something. Yeah. <laughs> then he's checking his face in the mirror. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of funny. Not as funny as Angela's wearing reading glasses, though. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, like, toss them and say, these don't work at all? Don't help. (laughs) I was kind of out of it. (laughs) Was he just playing around with that professor guy? I guess so. Who was that guy? forget. I think it was the... uh... He was an occult bookstore owner. Yeah. Which, if the sun had been blocked... And there was like vampires and demons. I wouldn't keep my occult bookstore open. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I better shut it down for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess Fred and Gunner getting back together. Who? I put Gun and Fred boo. <laughs> Is that where our guns like? No, I'm not feeling it anymore. Oh, yeah, she's. I think Fred. Yeah, says she's something apologizing, like, and she says that she wants it to be back to where it was, or something. And then they kiss, and then he's like, "I need to go patrol." Yeah. Which is stupid because he's the one who's been so into it this entire time, and all of a sudden she's like, "Okay, maybe we can make this work," and then he's like, "Oh, now I'm gonna be a dick." Yeah, he got weird. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't like evil Cordy at all. Is she really going to have a baby? <laughs> <laughs> and I've got Wesley stabbing that junkie. It was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> I just love when he just goes so dark like that. So, that I don't know. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that was that was Kinda cool. He has his own ripper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too bad he didn't go by another identity name. <laughs> <laughs> Just Ooh, price. The price. <laughs> the price. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was cool. I was thinking about it. Because we've been watching that, the first 48 hours police show thing, where, like, everybody gets, every single cop gets lied to all the time. And some of them are like, 
no, I'm not going to take this crap. And they are like, why are you lying to me? And so I liked that um, uh, Faith was like, she doesn't know anything. And he was like, um, I think she does. And then takes matters into his own hands. Yeah. Yeah. So, excellent well, police work, Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he noticed the, the track marks were a few days old. Mm-hmm. She had to have been there for a few days. And I just love how Faith is like, slapping her and stuff and Wesley like stabs her <laughs> <laughs> that all looked like a scene Riley would have liked yeah I thought about that too it's like ew Riley was a vampire here. weird then <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would have awesome if Riley was in there <laughs> Riley's in one room, his wife's in the other. <laughs> <laughs> Things have gone downhill since South America. Yes. I liked it when Angelus gets the shotgun away from Wesley and he goes, hmm, vampire with a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can see why he liked this. <laughs> yep, and I, I thought the Faith and Angelus fight was great. Yeah, it was. That was some good fighting. <clears throat> and then my last note is just, whoa. How does it end? Oh, he, he, he bites, bites her. Biting her. Yeah. And then it ends. You don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> nope. What did you guys think? I didn't think she'd die. I thought she'd somehow get out of it, but it was surprising. Yeah, I liked how they did it with her having injected something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we learned that quickly in the beginning of Orpheus, but yeah, just that final, like if I would have been watching this as it aired and had to wait a week, I would have been like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there was also the you're a daddy now line from Cordelia that made me... Uh, I think that was just part of I just encompassed everything into it's gross I don't the accordion <laughs> Connor stuff it's just gross it's it not is. right I, I know she's like it being controlled but uh. yeah I'm glad that evil Cordy was the one that slept with Connor because yes but I really oh I don't want there to be this baby and this baggage and this roadblock from Cordy and Angel being together and Mm-mm. maybe someone will steal it and take it to Cortoth. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Connor Maybe does. Connor will be like, hey kid, I know a perfect place for you to grow up. Two birds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. It is just crazy that there's another baby. I don't. Maybe, maybe she's it's just not a baby. Maybe she's just having a hysterical pregnancy, or it's like the it's gonna come out and it's gonna look like the beast. 
maybe that's why they did that scene with her kissing it's the like beast. a rock plops out of her yeah. <laughs> the horns <laughs> this little tiny rock beast with feet that'd be so awesome that <laughs> little booty thought. <laughs> it sounds cute. It does sound cute. Oh, we little like that one in the Buffy episode, the when they're in the the house where the Halloween party was. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> the fear demon. Yeah. Fear me. <laughs> going to be normal Cordy then? Oh. No, because she's not going to give birth. I don't know how they're going to do this. (laughs) Yeah, we have... (laughs) What's our most far-fetched theory? Because so far those are coming true. there is that yeah it's gonna be like the beast and she'll just be sitting there and this rock is just gonna fall out from between her legs she's gonna give birth to Darla like a miniature version (laughs) bear me (laughs) maybe it'll be my black blob get my black blob after all uh, <laughs> is Angela's gonna love it <laughs> oh man is anyone gonna love it <laughs> is, is Angel gonna love it uh, a weird thing that's fun for me <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> It'll just be born and like fly away and we'll never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that happened. <laughs> it's going to be born and then um, Oz is going to come imprint on it and they're going to name it some <laughs> mashup of two crappy names. Like. <laughs> What are Buffy? What are? Let's see. We got Connor and Cordelia. So, <laughs> Cornelia. Cornelia. <laughs> and with that, Cornelia just flies away, never to be heard of again. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> they name it, and it goes, nope. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> should point out that Renesme was grandparents' names. <laughs> I was right. just going to say, cause it's, so I was trying to think of like... Okay, so Angel and Darla. 
So. <laughs> Angela. Dar- Angela. Dargel. Dargelis. Dargelis. Flap, flap, flap. After their grandpas, and they could be Angels because they've got a whole oh, yeah. name in there. Dargelis uh, uh, Holtz. Jealous Holtz flies away. <laughs> that's, the, that's the title of the next Rank number five. Oh wow! I I don't know if I would have sat down and ranked the top five angel episodes. I don't think I'd even remember to put Orpheus around there. <laughs> but but it was fun. It was fun, and I really really like Willow there. Yes. <laughs> You know, it's not like we haven't seen her in a long time or anything, but she, I don't know, she just breathes this great little presence into Angel Investigations. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep, yeah. my first notice. Smart move, Faith. Uh-huh. And then I have, when did Lauren get out of the rain credits? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was the last one, and he was shown as guest starring for 44 episodes. Wow. Jeez. They're like, all right, we're making you get on this green goop every single day. <laughs> you finally deserve your number 45. <laughs> you deserve your your name in the credits. You have done your time. <laughs> 
I'm glad they did that because it just seemed a little too unpermanent, and I want Lorne to be a permanent mm-hmm. figure. Well, I'd like to point out that the episode that Tara got her name in the credit, she died. <laughs> <laughs> well, crap! <laughs> Great. Just putting that out there. Um, so I have, so what exactly is Evil Cordy's agenda? Is it just... As Harold pointed out, we don't really know, and I think he points out that we never really get it. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, there's an agenda, and you'll find out. Uh, her is not now. Terrible acting manipulation scene was just uh. painful. The, at the end there, trying to get him to just kill Angel? or When she was like... Going against Willow in another room. <laughs> oh. No, it All was like it. the pregnant scene where she was like, "Pregnant lady in aisle nine. Sheesh, I'm hormonal. Oh. Yeah, you mm. need to do whatever you can to protect our family." Yeah, it's it's garbage. <laughs> and sending him down to spy on her. I was just terrible. If season four has naysayers and it does and I honestly when I think of it I try and look at it in a good light but it's one of those things that this little evil Courtney and her psychic the petulant kid (laughs) (laughs) do cast a pallor it's not my favorite element of the season (laughs) but as a whole it is great uh-huh. But it has its little moments. And yeah. as I pointed out, this is another instance where they had to rewrite something they had planned. Yeah. Right. And I have I'll liked Tell you a little season. more about it later. Yeah. I really have liked this season. It's been good. But it's been a good season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have too. I'm just happy that Wesley is back in the group mm-hmm. yeah and you know I was thinking about it how uh, seamlessly he just kind of mm-hmm. it wasn't a big affair it wasn't a big production he just stayed yep. yeah and it he just molded right back into that group so seamlessly that you hardly even notice yep doesn't seem awkward no awkward moments uh, you know. ever since I guess about spin the bottle yeah I'd say uh-huh. about then yeah. It's pretty much just kind of stayed. This whole uh, earth, I mean, sun getting blotted out, it just kind of... Mm-hmm. And it didn't yeah. ever seem like weird or he didn't belong or anything. Uh-huh. Like he said, yeah, seamless. Yeah. You kind of forget that he wasn't, except that he's kind of darker. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have Orpheus is a drug. I'm always so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the wiki doesn't say anything about your uh, mythology. Hmm. Whatever. But the name of the drug came from somewhere. Uh-huh. It's a thing. You can look it up. 
<laughs> also, um, two episodes back, um, wasn't Wesley asking Fred to apologize to Gunn for him? Mm-hmm. They had a few moments in this episode that I felt maybe some bygones might. I think so. Be I'm bygone. I'm, I'm getting that. Yeah. Um, Wesley asked Fred to apologize again for the fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. This was, yeah, when he kind of felt like mending fences for their relationship. Just kind of, he uh, seemed to, he felt bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And didn't want it to come between those two. Right. But then mm-hmm. when he found out she was, he kind of took it all back that they were not. When they were broken up? Yeah. I have, haha, Angel saves a puppy and Angelus has to watch him. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have, pound snow, you mook. Is that a thing? <laughs> And then, yay, Willow. That's what my note says, too. <laughs> and then I have, Connor is androgynous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like that little dig. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got, oh my hell, Angel 70s wig, seriously? And then I've got Mandy. Doesn't Angel sing that at Caritas? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's revealed that he is a big Barry Manilow fan a few times. I love it. The concerts. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was great. <laughs> I like that, like, Angela seems to be, you know, just part of Angel always. Mm-hmm. So he's had to endure all of this stuff. I know. You can just kind of picture, like, Angelus as a separate person inside him going, No! <laughs> yes. Not another Barry Manilow concert, you was. <laughs> Which is nothing I ever pictured that relationship happening, you know? Mm-mm. It, and maybe under scrutiny, it doesn't really make any sense. Not really, but I like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it. It probably makes a little more sense the other way around to me that sold Angel if it's Angelus, right? Being stuck in there, going ah, stop. Yes. For whatever reason, that works better in my head. Huh. It does, but I do like the thought of Angelus always being in there and being like conscious of it. <laughs> oh yeah, like <laughs> yes, on the surface and. You know, it's just awesome. in your brain. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I loved Willow and Wesley comparing their dark sides. Oh, that was the best scene. That was yeah, great. That was cute. She, and she I, first calls him the Marlboro Man, and then she <laughs> calls him his like stubbly dark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like he's even more rugged than the Marlboro Man. <laughs> I just love how she ended the conversation too. So what's Fred's story? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
I yeah. didn't even think of her being a lesbian this whole time until she was like, I'm in a relationship. And I was like, what's the crap? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, I saw that she and Fred were hitting it off, but I didn't think, like, flirtation for some reason. Which was a weird thing for her to say to a heterosexual female. <laughs> yeah. And she's I think she was not. saying it to herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is she in a relationship right now? Did I miss something from the past four episodes? I guess I'll have to watch them and find out. Are you sure you watched them? No, I didn't watch the last four. The latest Buffy's? Yeah. But you watched The Killer in Me. Yeah. Is she in a relationship? Did I forget something? She was doing some kissing. I don't think you've seen it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you must not have seen it. I've got, so is Christmas Carpenter trying to act bad? <laughs> <laughs> And then the quote, if only this was a few weeks later, I have, seriously, that's Cordy's line. I mean, I don't quite <laughs> remember the context, but uh, just, it was so bad. Pregnancy brain and mad writers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pregnancy brain's a real thing. It it's hard is. to concentrate. I've been a boss while pregnant Mm -hmm. and it's tough and I acting takes a lot out of you so yeah yeah can kind of (laughs) cut her a little I might have cut her more slack had I known she actually was pregnant although plenty of people act pregnant I just thought they had done a pretty good job making her look pregnant (laughs) yeah I liked Angela's fighting angel. I thought that was kind of cool looking. They've been subtly adding, like, um, whatever it's called, where they add, like, fat suits onto her face. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was maybe the haircut. You know, sometimes that can change. Yeah. The shape. I don't know. I just didn't realize she was pregnant. Yeah. I was, I kept thinking that I was projecting because I was like, (laughs) right. (laughs) Maybe since my face is getting fatter, I'm like noticing everybody else's face. And what if, what if she just put on some weight that season and that's fine. Like we shouldn't judge our female actresses so harshly that they can't gain five pounds and we're like she's fat now right exactly (laughs) that's what I kept doing in my head Um, I liked it when Fred said does anyone else think their relationship is icky (laughs) (laughs) I was like yes big resounding yes from all the fans watching (laughs) yeah and then I've got, is Connor really so stupid he doesn't realize something weird is going on with Cordy? I mean, or is he just in love or something? I don't he's know. He's just, well, he just found out that he's a dad, that he gets to have a family. Yeah. And she's using that to manipulate him and using all of his prejudices, like his prejudice against magic, 
And to... thinking about his upbringing, he really should be more naive than he seems. True, yeah. He seems to really know the world a little too well for his upbringing, but shush, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. I've got Kit Connor's ass, Faith. And then my final note is a quote from Faith. I feel like I ate mushrooms and got eaten by a bear. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's the best. And I love that she's heading to Sunnydale. Uh Yeah. She is not... She's going to really hate those potentials. (laughs) Oh, man. I thought it was a little weird about how, like I, you know, called Lauren Chicken Little. He just seemed to know what drug they used so quickly and Mm -hmm. was so sure that it would kill her and all of this stuff. And I just thought. Well, okay. Do did we miss a conversation, or do I just need to suspend my disbelief that just looking at her arm, he knew exactly what had <laughs> happened? <laughs> and two, that uh, ooh, too tired of train of thought left. Um, no, that he didn't take into account that slayers are just stronger. Uh huh. He. I think he, I think Wesley thought so and said something and he's like, it doesn't work that way. It's mystical. So it does like, it doesn't matter how strong physically they are. Uh-huh. Does Lauren really have a good sense of what a slayer is though? Probably not. You know? Yeah, probably not. He's never met any that I know of. and Right. He's only been in, on in this dimension for what five years five. as long as Fred was gone. Right. So I don't know. Buffy's the only Slayer that's been a Slayer, and he's never met her. So I guess we know that. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't know all the facts like that. But yeah, he sure did. Uh, Tag the drug really quickly. Yeah. Mhm. But this was a good set of episodes, like as a whole. Like it was. I'm glad that I got to see the four of them, and that you didn't break it up. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a good arc to just yep. watch. Yep. I think so. I'll leave you with a little cliffhanger of, well, things are gonna change. Uh-huh. Cordy's pregnant and she's announced it to everybody. I know. I like how they have that little moment where everything seems great and yep. Yeah. It's <laughs> and like Angel ten starts. <laughs> he starts in on this little speech <laughs> <laughs> and she interrupts it. Wearing an interesting maternity outfit. Yeah, I need yeah. to get me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh no. It's like like a mid like a gypsy midriff. Yeah. I don't know. 
Something pregnant women shouldn't wear. Even <laughs> <laughs> hot ones it, like charisma. It was beaded and fringy and midrifty. Midrifty. Yeah. <laughs> and the belly fringes were in the neck too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I kind of see maybe why that drug is called Orpheus. Just reading a little bit about Orpheus. It sounds like he just kind of traveled around playing the lyre and bringing music to people. I thought, that kind of sounds like a drug. Just kind of... Yeah, I think that... La, la, la. (laughs) The play... There's a famous play based on... There are there is a lot about his wife it's and like, his dead wife and going to Hades, but like um, the magic lute, the magic flute, is that the is that about them? Because he is like a musician, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. It's been a long time since I read Orpheus it. Orpheus does okay. Orpheus married Eurydice. Eurydice. Eurydice, but she, while strolling through the grass with a group of naiades, I don't know, was smitten in the ankle by a serpent, which shot its poison into her body and killed her. Having mourned her to the full in the upper world, Orpheus decided to fetch her, and for that purpose he descended to Hades through the gates of Tyrannus. Having descended to the underworld, Orpheus accompanied his words with the music of the lyre, and it is told that not only the spirits wept, but also, but that also the Aranes were wet with tears. He also entranced Persephone by his songs and persuaded her to help him in his desire to bring back the life of his dead wife. And so even Hades himself was persuaded to let her go. So it sounds like he did a lot of persuading with his lute. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that's a good, it's a good name for a drug. <laughs> and descending into hell, you know, they yeah <clears throat> took Angelus to his own little private hell. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was, Angelus, this is your life. <laughs> Except it was, this is Angel's I... life, and he has to watch it. <laughs> I did like it when he said to face up, like... Why do you get to be Marley's ghost or something like that? <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> I'm excited to see where they're going with this. <laughs> Ready to see little Dargelis <laughs> fly away. <laughs> flap, flap, flap. <laughs> I just love, like, picturing him being born and he's like this winged demon that just, like, hisses and flies out the window. <laughs> And has very strong opinions about its name. (laughs) (laughs) We never see it again. (laughs) They never talk of it again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. What's the next assignment? (laughs) Don't jealous. Cornelius Dargellus flies away. Dargellus Holtz flaps away. 
the ballad of the ballad of Darjeeling. Okay, players. And inside out. So we're getting two? Yep. <sighs> hmm. I'm going to say inside out is going to have to do with the birth of Dargellus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what this baby's name is. It's hard to tell us. No, inside out, we get to go see the inner workings of uh, Connor's brain and what makes him angry and why it's taking over. <laughs> and why his, <laughs> why his joy and his other emotions aren't working. His sadness and envy. And... His sadness and envy. Fear. His envy is working well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Petulant is those giants. <laughs> Petulant and aches are like these little bullies in there. Like, ten times bigger than the other ones. <laughs> they have them t- everybody else tied up. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. On train tracks. <laughs> Cordy's pregnant with twins, and they name them petulance and angst. Oh, man. No multiple babies. No, inside out, I just... That's got to be, like, the demon... Cordelia getting detached from the demon. Maybe it's the demon that's pregnant, and when the demon is stricken, however they get rid of it, it'll... It'll remain pregnant, but go to whatever dimension it's from. And Cordy won't With be a big, one big hiss and a jump out the and window. And a jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and Cordy will magically not be pregnant. Yeah. And, well, Connor would still be the dad, so Connor's got some demon baby. And uh, how are they going to do this? <laughs> Oh, man. <sighs> Players, I think, is just referring to the Angel Investigations gang. No, it's got to be something other than that. I don't yeah, know. Players in the Apocalypse. Players in the... <clears throat> yeah. Beastiness. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm tired. Me too. Yeah, Shriners in the morning. Well, at least I was able to get my computer working again, so we didn't have to work recording tomorrow. So. Uh At least with Shriners, I don't go to the gym. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Cool. Shall we end it? Yeah. Alright. It was fun. That was fun. We're all very <laughs> tired. I know. So we're just going to say goodnight to everybody. Yep. Good night. Alright, guys. You know where to find us. <laughs> yep. 
All right. See ya. All right. See ya. Talk to you guys later.
probably get started. I'm tired, and we've got a lot of episodes to go through. I know. They're pretty uh-huh. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Jam-packed. I am Whatever, s- we can just be like, Grandpa Grandpa and Jill's killed the beast, and Angel and Cordy is evil. <laughs> <laughs> that about the end. <laughs> I love that Grandpa and Jealous really did kill the beast. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> like, sat straight up. I was like, Grandpa and Jealous killed the beast. <laughs> I did too when I saw it. <laughs> I swear I didn't mean that to happen. <laughs> I seriously, if you had asked me who killed the beast, I would have said Faith. I really. Mm hmm didn't remember that he does it and I certainly didn't remember that it's that it's revealed that he is going to be a grandpa in that episode (laughs) (laughs) it's funny how it just worked out like that it's hilarious I was like I thought that was our most far-fetched theory come on (laughs) (laughs) I know (laughs) Oh, man. Yep. I did know Angelus was going to be a grandpa. Ugh. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Let's get something else. We have to talk about that. (laughs) Okay, good. Because I didn't want to have to do this tomorrow. It would have been more complicated for me, too. Yeah, it would have been complicated for everybody, so... Yeah, I'm glad to. In your face, Moe's. We beat you. Don't talk to Moe's. <laughs> Don't talk. You should be offering him burn <laughs> butter or something. <laughs> or help him raise his barn. I've got some <laughs> cream in my in my fridge. I'll, I'll turn my own butter tomorrow. And then he gets back and he's doing a halo party for our elders quorum. So I'm like, a halo party for your elders quorum? <laughs> yeah. Nerd? Like, he can never call us nerds ever. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that ends now. Nope. <laughs> he has no room to stand. <laughs> oh. You hear that, Matt? You just lost your right to <laughs> call us nerds. <laughs> Oh, hilarious! So he it, is a very firm member of the nerd kingdom. Just he's not he's out of the closet yet, or something. One of George's denial. He's <laughs> he's part of the coven of nerdlings. The coven of nerdlings. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man, the first. Time Dad called us that I've never laughed so hard. Oh, that was the best. I love my little coven of nerdlings. <laughs> that was since I've known you guys, or was that? It was on the blog, the oh, yeah. Kids Were Alright blog. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> oh, you have my little coven of nerdlings. <laughs>